Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I'm not big into the sports memorabilia. I've met a couple famous sports stars. I met Billy Sims, Lions running back years ago. Came into the gas station I worked at. I pumped his gas and uh, I got an autograph from him. And I think that might be the only autograph I've ever actually gotten from a sports star. Whenever I've met people, if I can, without being a jerk about it, I'll see if I can get a photograph taken with them. So I've mentioned before, I met George Barris, the guy who did the Batmobile. Uh, I've met Richard Petty. I've actually interviewed Richard Petty. Uh, and so I, you know, I've, I've met some famous people, but for some odd reason, I'd rather have a photograph with them than to have them sign something. But I know people who are really into the sports memorabilia. And what's weird about it is that if you weren't there to watch somebody sign something, the question is, what's it really worth? Because I've seen studies where they say that at some of these sports memorabilia places, a very large percentage of the stuff being passed off as real isn't. So that's not what we're talking about today. We're simply talking about sports memorabilia to begin with because a fan has accused the Patriots of ruining his Brady-signed flag. The man's got a flag signed by Tom Brady, and he lent it to the Patriots so they could display it. He says the way they displayed it hurt the flag. Now, all of this makes sense up to this point until you hear the man says that he thinks that the damage to the flag could possibly be six or seven figures. And um, assuming we're talking dollars and not cents, that'd be a lot of money. And I'm not sure how much this flag would be worth, but that's another question. But Mark Pratt from the Associated Press writes a story that Joe sent to me. The New England Patriots caused irreparable damage to an American flag signed by Tom Brady by improperly displaying it in the team's Hall of Fame at Gillette Stadium, and that's according to the owner of the flag, in a lawsuit he filed in federal court. So the man's filed a federal lawsuit against the Patriots over how they displayed his flag at their stadium. After it had been on display for a couple of months, Brady's signature, which was written in a blue Sharpie, had significantly faded, which reduced the flag's value by as much as a million dollars. Now, to, to devalue it by a million dollars implies that it starts out with a value in excess of a million dollars because that's how numbers work. So according to this lawsuit, that's what the man says regarding the value. A Patriots spokesperson did not comment. The flag described as a priceless piece of sports memorabilia and a historical artifact flew over the now-closed Foxborough Stadium on December 22, 2001. So somebody apparently documented that this flag was flying over the stadium on December 22, 01. This man then bought the flag. He's from New Hampshire. And he bought it in 2020, he says, as an investment. So he bought this flag 19 years later. And again, the question is, how well can you document when and where this flag flew? Apparently you can with this flag. But I've seen other examples where someone's got a baseball and they go, this baseball is signed by Babe Ruth. Really? <laughs> Just see him sign it? <laughs> he says, I am a diehard Patriots fan and have been for 40 years. That flag was so significant to me because it was right after 9-11 and it was the last regular season game at Foxborough Stadium. So he says it's not just a flag that was flown over the stadium. It was the flag flown over the last regular season game at Foxborough. He then lent the flag to the Patriots Hall of Fame in June of 2021 after being assured that it would be cared for properly. 
He wanted it back a couple months later because he thought it might skyrocket in value as Brady, who now plays the Tampa Bay Bucks, was contemplating retirement at the time. The man's youngest daughter has autism and the family wanted to hire a full-time nanny to care for her and he said that he wanted to sell the flag and, and, and use the money for that. But when he got the flag back, the signature had faded significantly. Neither the lighting at the Hall of Fame nor the display case's glass were designed to protect autographed sports memorabilia, and there was a significant gap in the glass directly in front of the flag through which unfiltered light and heat could pass, according to the lawsuit, which estimates the drop in value as anywhere from a few hundred thousand dollars to up to a million dollars, possibly. Now, here's the thing. Uh, I mentioned before that right off camera here, I've got a framed poster of Robbie Robertson. The poster's not rare, but I've seen posters and stuff that get framed and mounted on walls and over time they start to fade. And a lot of times that's from temperature and also light. And so if you go to a frame shop that's good, you can say, I would like you to put the glass on here that will protect what's behind it from the dangerous rays of light that might get to it otherwise. Cost more money, but guess what? I framed that 15, 20 years ago. This looks like the day I framed it. And I've also got photographs that are the same way, and I've always done that with my stuff. So everyone knows, in museums in particular, that if you put something on display, you've got to protect it. And it might simply be that, number one, you have to protect it from people walking up, like poking their fingers at it or something, because people are people. But number two, you've got to worry about whether or not light will hurt it, or humidity is another one. So a museum, you would think, would know these things. So they're saying that the flag was put on display without the right protections in place to keep it intact. And the primary problem you've got, presumably an American flag flown outdoors at a stadium is designed to withstand some elements. But the Sharpie signature is just a signature, probably signed in haste with... A Sharpie, okay? So that's just whatever the ink is in a Sharpie. The suit alleges breach of contract, negligent misrepresentation, and fraudulent misrepresentation and seeks a jury trial at unspecified damages. I'm surprised they didn't plead simple negligence. But here, breach of contract implies that they have a contract with these people that says, in exchange for us lending this to you, you promise to do the following things. And presumably one of those would be to protect this flag. Uh, number two, negligent misrepresentation would sound like somebody made statements about what they would do with that flag and didn't follow through. So that might be what that's getting at. And fraudulent misrepresentation would be they made statements and acted like they're going to do something with no intent of following through. But uh, like I said, I would have thrown in a, a, a claim of pure negligence, simply saying they had a duty to protect my flag. If they did not protect my flag, they breached the duty, therefore they owe me. Now, it might be that that's another count in here because they just mentioned three counts. And uh, I see lawsuits all the time with 20 and 30 counts. So I suspect there's a claim in there for simple negligence, which would probably be the easiest one to prove if you had to pick which one you could prove easiest. The lawsuit was a last resort, the flag's owner says. I've tried to do everything I can to settle with these guys, but they don't even want to talk to us. So that's the story. And it's a crazy one. 
And of course, the whole story of Tom Brady. <laughs> He's got all kinds of stuff happening to him in the news these days. At least he keeps popping up in the news. And of course, uh, for those three people in the audience who don't know, uh, he's a football player, and he's a quarterback, and uh, he's had an illustrious career, uh, both in the pros and also at the college level. And my being in Michigan means, of course, that I know all about him going back to his college days, because I am a fan of, of Michigan football, uh, notwithstanding the shirt I'm wearing right now. And so uh, people often ask, they say, Steve, do your shirts correspond to anything? No. <laughs> the shirts... Just rotate through. I actually pulled this shirt off and said, oh, I'm wearing a Notre Dame shirt talking about uh, a U of M football player. But but it's Notre Dame law. So there you go. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I saw photographs of the flag and the signature, and the signature has faded. And I've seen things that have been left out in the sun, and they fade. And that's kind of what it looks like. But I can't imagine this flag was left out in the sun. But... Was it put under UV glass? Was it put someplace that protected it from the elements, including the humidity in the air? Was it? And I don't know. And that's going to be the situation. And then it boils down to, what was this man told to get him to lend them the flag? And then, what's the damage? The damages are going to be the big one. Because as you can imagine, a court's going to look at this and go, what's the flag worth? How do we know? And this is a case where people bring in experts. And so the man who owns the flag will find somebody who's an expert in sports memorabilia. He's going to go, that flag right there is the most significant piece of sports memorabilia to exist in the history of the universe. It's worth a gazillion dollars. And the other side is going to find an expert who's going to go, no, no, some idiot scribbled on a flag. He defaced the flag. He should be arrested. Flag's worthless. (laughs) And then a jury will have to decide. So we'll see what happens. And I'm exaggerating, of course, but I'm trying to prove a point. So Joe, thanks for sending it. Mark Pratt of the Associated Press wrote it. Fan accuses Patriots of ruining his Brady-signed flag. Questions, comments, do put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. The greatest teacher I know is the job itself.